I'm never charge for anybody else singing. Hey guys, welcome back to season five of Dark and Lovely Pod. Your favorite podcast with your favorite host, Ohima T. And Dej. And this is a podcast that amplifies the voices of dark-skinned women. Streaming every Friday at 7 a.m. So lock in, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's crazy that like we have to be the ones to change for them, you know? Yeah. Like, why can't they change for us? Well, honestly, sometimes they sometimes do. Sometimes they do. And Especially it... growing up in Ajax, they do a lot. They do a lot. But that's also bad. I feel like everyone should just be themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily want them to change for, like, because I don't want you to, to you don't speak like this. Let, yeah. Everybody should just speak how they speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then by now, they'll be used to it and we'll be used to them. Like, because we're yeah. used to them by force because they get to be themselves. Hey, guys. Hey. We're back again with another episode. Yes, yes, yes. Season five, episode eight. Yes. Um, how are you? Um, I'm good. I'm tired. I, um, did three overnights in a row. Damn. uh, That's actually light work, Loki. I was supposed to do four, but unfortunately the first overnight I was not able to make it in. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) um, yeah, so it's my third overnight and like I had a nail appointment at 10. Yeah. So I finished work at 7.30 downtown. Yeah. So by the time I get home, it's like maybe like 8.15, 8, like depending on the traffic, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm like, okay. By the time like, I finished eating and settled down, it was like 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. My appointment's at 10.30. So I had an alarm for 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I was really like, okay, let me just sleep for an hour. I woke up at 11.30. Oh, no. I know. I had an alarm, like, I don't, like, I don't know. No, but when you're really tired, like, it just... I had an alarm, but that's not really like me. Like, anybody who knows me knows that, like, I don't really sleep. Like, so, like, that's how you know I was actually tired. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, then I called them back, because they, I guess they called me, and I called them, I was like, oh, um, I had an appointment at 10.30, like, can I rebook? And then the man, if you're from Ajax, you know Top Nails. I'm sorry, I'm going to say their name. (laughs) The husband, (laughs) the husband is fucking rude, Okay. Like the husband of, he's like, he's talking to me like I'm a youth. He's like, oh, um, he's like, oh, you had an appointment. He's like, you had an appointment at 1030. It's 11. It's like, what time is it now? It's 1130. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, something came up. And he's like, he's like, well, next time give us a call because we reserved the time for you and she wasn't able to take anyone. So, and then I'm like, okay, no problem. He's like, yeah, next, he's going on and on. And then I'm like, so can I rebook? And then he's like, then I heard her talking in the back and he's like, no, just walk in. Right. And I'm like, that's a trap. I'm not walking in. Yeah. So I just went to, to wait. I went to Scarborough. I got my nails done. Mm-hmm. And then while I was getting my nails, he called me and he was like, Oh, do you want to come? We have an opening. And I was like, no. And I hung up. <laughs> like, Don't fucking call me. Oh my God. He's so fucking rude. I knew he was rude from when, one time I was getting my nails done and this lady mistakenly broke a bottle of nail polish. Oh, Like, I guess she dropped it or she knocked it over. Yeah. And then when he was cashing her out, he's like, he's like, oh, your nails today are, let's say, $50. He's like, plus $7 for the bottle of nail polish. That's so extra. And then she was like, are you kidding me? I come here every two weeks for, I've been coming here every two weeks for like five years. Like, yeah. And then he's like, uh, he's like, that's the price of the nail polish. And she's like, 
how much is the nail polish? You can't buy a forty-seven dollars for the nail polish. Like what? And then it's and not then that serious. she was like, oh, um, she gave him the money, and then she's like, well, that was your tip. Sorry, sorry, whoever, you don't get a tip today because of him. Yeah. She's like, I won't be coming back. Good. <laughs> anyway. So rude, my. God. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Um, just preparing for. Caravana. Caravana. Yeah. When is your prep starting? <sighs> I don't know. Maybe like the Wednesday. <laughs> oh, you're crazy. I already have my nails done, as you can see. Yeah. And um, I have my tools done. And my hair is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And my lashes are Friday because... That's early. Yeah. It's like, it's good because... Well, actually, my friend's birthday is on Saturday. Oh, okay. So I'm like, I want my things to be done yeah. for them too yeah. and also like you guys are crazy like you're going to the nail salon on wednesday like that's not i know i feel like no one like i feel like my area no one like goes to the nail salon like that like no that's one knows about caravana in my area it's all like <laughs> that's what you not, think you know i don't know you get your nails done in Oshawa though um sometimes it depends on my mood i go anywhere do they do a good job Mm, well, I usually do like my real nails, so it's not like anything crazy. Nails. Yeah, I feel like with with like fake nails, you have to find someone that's actually good. Yeah, you know. But when they just do your nails, like they can't fuck up your real nails, you know. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyway, good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what day is the hair appointment? Um, it's supposed to be Wednesday, hmm. but I don't know about that. Might have to change that. Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> no, like literally, like, like was it like, lot? Do you have all your outfits and stuff? Nope. Are you gonna order something? Probably. But I have to do that when like is, today. You have to do that yesterday, because <laughs> even Express, like, but she's gonna do Sheen because Sheen Express is not that fast. I think it's pretty fast. How many days? Like four. It's like um. Yeah, I think it's like four days. No. If you do Pretty Little Thing Express, you will yeah. get your things in two days. Really? Yeah. Do they have like a warehouse in Canada then? I'm not sure. I don't think so. I I think Fashion Nova does. Because when you do Fashion Nova Express, it comes... I would say Fashion Nova Express, like... Fashion Nova is mixed up. Sometimes it'll be like two days, but it won't be more than three days. But Pretty Little Thing, bro, your order will ship in hours. Like, (laughs) Don't kill me. If you need a lot... Actually, I need to stop putting people onto my things. But (laughs) if you need like a last minute thing, like Pretty Little Thing is it. Like, yeah. if you need something for Friday and you order, like, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning, like, you'll definitely be fine. Yeah. But she and I, I feel like... And then, whenever you do Express, you always have to pay. Oh, for the duties. I know. So freaking annoying. But I'm late, so what? Like, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> <laughs> there's really nothing I can do. Try and go to the mall. You know where Loki has a lot of stuff? Right. If you go to Oshawa Town Center at Forever 21... Really? Yeah, they actually have some nice stuff there. I for, I thought Forever Twenty One closed down. They it did, but they still have one in Oshawa Town Center. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, and they have a Shop Twenty there too, but Shop Twenty is kind of expensive now. Mm. <laughs> but they have nice stuff sometimes. Hmm. So <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I know I'm gonna be last minute, and I know. I feel I'm like be I have a crowd. story that one day I'll be ready to tell. Yeah. <laughs> You remember that story? Yep. Hmm. Anyway. We'll see. Yeah. 
I know I'm gonna be stressed out. No, literally, like, last... Because me, I'm not, like, a... I get, like... I'm not, like, a last-minute person. Like, mm-hmm. I like to, like, have my shit. Because especially because my work schedule... My work yeah. schedule is, like, morning, afternoon, overnight, da-da-da-da. Yeah. So, like, I have to... If I'm doing something, I have to know when I'm doing it. Yeah. So, like, literally, like, maybe last week, I was like, okay, Teresa, like, you're ridiculous. Like, what are you saying? Like, when are you doing your nails? When are you doing yeah. this? When are you doing that? So, I had to sit down and plan it out. So, I'm happy that... I literally had three hair appointments at one time. Why? Because these girls are crazy. Like, <laughs> I need to have my hair done. <laughs> I had, yeah, so I had to cancel too. So by God's grace, I'm getting my hair done tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, no. And then my lashes. But my, I still have lashes left still. But, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get your lashes done? Um, sometimes. When I, I never. I did for Miami. Really? But I didn't like it. Where did you go? Um, some random girl went around on Instagram. <laughs> was it in Durham? It was in Ajax, yeah. It was like South Ajax or something like that. Was it close to my house? Um, maybe. I don't really remember. Was it this girl? No. Um, you should go to her. My lash type, if you want. She's fast though. She's fast. Yeah, she's fast. She's cool. She's young. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's super cool stuff. But anyway, um, okay. So this mess about um, Chloe and Tristan. Yeah. So for those of us who don't know, um, basically, I guess it was, there was a report that Chloe. And Tristan are having another baby via surrogate. Yeah. And obviously everybody's like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, the man's embarrassing. But mm-hmm. then did you see today how apparently he was in the club or he was holding hands with the next with the next girl? No. I originally thought that like they planned this the surrogate or whatever. Like before um Chloe found out that he was having a baby by somebody else with someone else no but how long ago was that how long ago was that wouldn't the baby have been born by now i don't know like i heard like it was like november that the surrogate was like pregnant and then they found out like december that he was cheating child i don't believe that that sounds like the work of chris jenner i know she put that in the streets because i just it doesn't make sense to me like why would you like did you watch keeping up with the kardashians that new season no I watched it and it just seemed like Chloe was like done with like, him? T- like done, like done, 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 done. Honestly, do you know how much times sometimes you are done with somebody and then like and I was even saying like she's like their situation aside because like I don't give a fuck about Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> but like like I think I was talking to my friends the other day, like honestly, 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 I understand why people go back to their exes. Because mm-hmm. the streets are actually fucking ghetto. They are. Like imagine like a guy's trying to talk to you and like you're just like this is not it like why don't i just go talk back to my ex yeah. like do you know what i mean like no yeah i do <laughs> <laughs> yeah like anyway but no i it says the shade room says social media reacts after tristan thompson is spotted holding hands with a mystery woman in greece like i'm not even surprised like okay that's a regular for him. Do you think he's a sex addict? Sure. 
can call it that. <laughs> what do you think it is? I don't know. I feel like even if he is a sex addict, like is he not getting gonna try and like get help or something? I was just living with it. Like I don't understand. I feel like people who are sex addicts, especially black men, like it's kind of normal. I feel like it's kind of normalized for a black man to be a sex addict. Like I don't think anybody would kind of see a problem with like those of us who maybe have the emotional intelligence or the knowledge or the whatever to be like, okay, no, like something's wrong with you. But I feel like it's kind of normal for like, not normal, but like normal for lack of better word, mm-hmm. normalized for a black man to like want to have sex with multiple people, especially a rich black man, especially an athlete. Yeah. You know how much, you That's know true. how much girls he's probably fucked in his life? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he fucked over like 500 girls. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised either. That's just, just, I don't know. Uh, but I mean, but like what? like bothers me is like it feels like there's no accountability on his end like okay i'm a sex addict sorry like you, you know, know that's what it you seems didn't see like. the letter that he wrote to chloe talk about yeah but like he he loves her and respects her and <laughs> but if you loved her and respected her that much you would i understand like i'm not a sex addict so i don't know like how difficult it may be right mm. but like at least put measures into place or like that you're not having and, like, babies with these yeah, people yeah or try and like get help like seek help you know he doesn't know love and respect her he doesn't at all he doesn't I don't think he loves and respects himself yeah I don't know but I just like why Ugh. I don't know why they're having a second child but I heard that like like their kids are like contracts like what yeah like apparently like they had like chloe and tristan like made a contract before they had that baby like true what like what like they have like a contract like disclosing like the legal like what like parameters or whatever Mm -hmm. about like what's gonna happen with their baby and shit so maybe oh, like okay. yeah. maybe like they had a contract to have a second child. That is weird. Cause, cause <laughs> cele- celebrities are weird, and I feel like I feel like Car- the Kardashians are the weird. Like, I feel like they are. Like in our time, like they are the blueprint of a celebrity. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. That's true. Like they're not like, like. A musician, an actress, whatever can be a celebrity, but they're just actually just celebrities. Yeah. So like I feel like anyway, my friend was like, she's tired of hearing about the Kardashians, like she wants them out of her life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, a lie, like it's just too much now. It is too much. And it's just it's it's so scary to me that like they're they're um their family's gonna be black too. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think it's a coincidence. I think they did no, that shit on sure. purpose. For sure. Besides Courtney, I think they all are dating or married to black men. And have children. And have black children, yeah. The next generation. Even fucking of- Rob, bro. Yeah, the next generation of Kardashians are gonna be black. <laughs> yeah, if they marry black, like they're gonna be black, and that's fucked the fuck up. That's fucked up. Yeah. And then, hmm, 
and then there can't even we can't even say cultural appropriation anymore because you know and it sucks because like the kids didn't do anything I know but I don't know maybe that generation will be different what <laughs> they'll be worse fam you think because they'll know. actually be black but then they'll be yeah. so separated due to what like class yeah and then the people who raise them are culture appropriators <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So they'll definitely be worse. Yeah. But what do you think about that? Like, cause there was one person defending one of the um the housewives on Real Houses of Potomac. Mm-hmm. She's just basically saying that we should leave Chloe alone, like, cause clearly Chloe wants to have all her kids with the, with the same man. Yeah. So how do you feel about that? I mean, like, if that's what she wants to do, that's what she wants to do. I mean, given, like, the history that they have, I mean, me personally, I don't think that's a great idea. <laughs> but, like, she's free to do whatever she wants to do, you know what I mean? But I don't like, think it's, like, ne- like, for me, I don't think it's necessary. Like, all of my children do not have to be by the same man. Especially if that man is, is like, tormenting me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want my children to, like, have that example. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. I feel like, um... And, like, take in how, like... How is she gonna explain this to True? Like, what do you mean? Like, you have... Me and your dad were dating for eight years, but you have a... a They've been dating for eight years? Or, I don't know, whatever oh, the, about the time frame is. Like, yeah. say it's eight years. Like, mm-hmm. me and your dad have been dating for eight years or whatever. Mm-hmm. But you have a sibling that's, um, Younger than you, that's for me, and a sibling that's... That's older. Younger than, yeah. yeah. Like, it, it makes no sense. Like, what? I don't know. That's I hear you still. Belief. And, like, does he actually, like, take care of these children? Like... I don't know. Anyway, I... 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 I, um... Obviously, when you think of your life, you're gonna think, like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna have kids with one person. Mm-hmm. Obviously, life happened. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think that women should make themselves suffer to just to achieve that fairy tale like and like another thing like i feel like people do too is like instead of like because they don't like women i should say because we don't want our quote-unquote body count to increase they rather fuck with somebody from the past that's trash yeah then go fuck with somebody else yeah and it's like that doesn't make sense because you can always lie about your body count like yeah no one's gonna know no one's gonna know like you can actually lie like (laughs) nobody would ever know the only one that'll know is you is you and you can lie to yourself too so (laughs) (laughs) like no you can lie to yourself too honestly because i know every girl has a body that they don't count yep because they didn't yeah so (laughs) maybe even a few (laughs) yeah real shit you have at least one maybe one to three so like (laughs) it is what it is that's why they say, like, when a woman tells you their body count, like, take off three, or, like, subtract three or add three. Like, you mm. actually don't know. Anyway, as for me, I won't be telling it. Like, <laughs> I feel... Anyway, that's a different story for another day. But, yeah. yeah. I think that she should... Honestly, it's sad, because, like, I think, to be honest, out of this whole Chloe and thing situation, like, mm-hmm. she's a human, so obviously I feel yeah. bad for her. She's a woman. No, okay, I don't feel bad for her. The only thing I feel bad for was when she was pregnant and she went into labor. 
after like the story got exposed mm-hmm. like that's fucked yeah because like i feel like no matter whether she's a kardashian or not like when you're pregnant like i feel like that's the most vulnerable time of your life yeah. as a woman like i don't and think when a guy treats you bad when you're pregnant that's and like, the fa- he's the father of your years. child yeah. like that's that's awful yeah like i think i've said this before i had a co-worker back in the day and she was like she said her and her sister had babies around the same time mm-hmm. and her sister was married and she wasn't and she wasn't like really with the father like that mm. and she's like her and her sister's experiences were so different mm. and she's like honestly i'm never having another kid like i'm trying she's like i'm traumatized like having a kid when your partner is like when you're not with the person yeah or the person's not really there for you like that she said it's so fucking shit yeah and like even my other quirks the other day she's like i was like um I don't know we were joking around and i was like oh yeah like i need to have a baby soon whatever whatever right and then she's like she's like girl you need to get married she's like you don't want to be a baby mama like it's not it like you need to get married if you want to have a kid mm-hmm. so and i think that she's just saying that in terms of like support of course some married people don't get the support but mm-hmm. and theory, people who aren't married do get the support yeah yeah but i think the moral of the story is like just have somebody around you that is gonna you know yeah support you make it easier for you not make it harder for you yeah exactly i plan on doing nothing when i'm pregnant honestly no i plan on doing nothing nothing. yeah i want to stay home i I, i'm even thinking about like three months when i'm pregnant like stopping like i don't need to be working at four months no what no it's true Yeah, you shouldn't have to work when you're pregnant. You like, shouldn't. There's people that, that work up to like six, seven months, and I'm like... Six, seven months? No, people work till eight months. Yeah, my coworker worked until eight months, and then she had the baby two weeks after she stopped working. I was no. like, absolutely not. That's not right. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Like, there's no way. No, I gotta go. Yeah. I'm not even... I don't even want to work on my, on my reds. I don't need yeah. to work <laughs> when I'm pregnant. Literally, I just want to lay in my bed and eat food, have someone feed me, mm-hmm. like spoon feed me. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna like terrorize my husband when I'm pregnant. Like yeah. I don't think he's gonna like me for that nine months. Yeah, same. And what can he say? Nothing. Yeah, I'm I'm carrying your child. A lie. <laughs> like my body's changing. Like I'm going through so much hormonal changes. Yeah. For your you. Yeah. So. Exactly. Anyway. Exactly. Good luck to them. Yeah, good luck to Chloe. I wish her mm-hmm. all the best. She can afford a like a good therapist, so <laughs> that's good too. <laughs> Damn. It's yeah. true. She can. She can afford it. Yeah. She needs this is so rude, but she actually just needs to give her life to Christ because yeah. this is this is No, I feel honestly I feel really bad for her though. Cause you can see, cause honestly, she's just watched, really insecure. That's yeah, it. Yeah, I literally like I watched Keeping Up with Kardashians from the beginning, and like she's like a totally different person, like internally and like physically. Why do you say internally? Cause I used to watch. I'm not gonna lie. I used to watch it like back in the day, like maybe like late high school, like maybe first year, second year. Yeah. But like, like what's different about her internally? Like just before, like at the in the earlier seasons, she like anyone that said anything to her, she'd be like, oh, like okay like she would just brush it off it wouldn't be like mm-hmm. anything that she would take in seriously or like but like you can see now like or maybe she's just more vulnerable now you mm-hmm. know what i mean maybe it's affecting her the same but she's just willing to like show how she actually feels about it now mm-hmm. but 
I don't know. She just seems different. Well, than before. she's been traumatized. Yeah. Like, because... Yeah, for sure. Because being cheated on is trauma. Being yeah. cheated on while you're pregnant is trauma. Yeah. Being cheated on while you're pregnant in front of the whole world and everyone's laughing at you... I know. That is trauma. I know. Yeah, it's definitely Good for her and her trauma. Yeah. I honestly don't feel bad. I'm sorry. I only feel bad about the pregnancy thing. Otherwise, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about her. Okay, so... We had posted a video on our Instagram like about a week ago um, and it was a video of Jackie, Aina, um, Sweetie, Winnie Harlow, Tabitha. Oh my god, Tabitha! Yeah, I love her. She's so sweet. I love sweet. her too. And their, their whole family's so good looking, eh? Yeah, the dad, like the dad he is, is beautiful. He is. Damn. And their daughter's beautiful too. Yeah, she's really pretty, yeah. Yeah, and even their son is so, like, he's so he's adorable. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so it was a video of them, and they were talking about code switching. Yeah. And what they were getting at was, like, the fact that code switching is not just this little, like, cute thing. Like, it's a matter of survival. Yeah. And so the question that they began with was, um, how has code switching affected you? Yeah. So that's my question to you. How has cold switching affected you? First of all, do you think we should say what cold switching is? Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> um, if the okay, if I were to give my own definition, I guess of mm. cold switching. Um, I think it's when you can speak, I guess, a different dialect mm. of a language. Give us the speech language pathology. Uh, I don't know, cause, mm, yeah, a different dialect. I don't want to say a different language because I feel like language means like if it's a different language, then like someone else would not understand like anything. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, but sometimes I feel like that's the case, or they act like it. Yeah, sometimes I do think that's the case, but. I, I think it's more of a like a dialectal difference yeah, I can rather agree than with like a language mm -hmm. difference. Um, and then basically, um, one dialect is I guess superior than the other. So in order to fit in into a certain or be perceived a certain way, mm -hmm. you have to switch to the superior dialect mm -hmm. to be accepted. Yeah, I can agree with that. I would just add that, like, I would say that code switching is like, like as black people, um, a lot of us have a common understanding of like, uh, like we just understand each other. Like if you're like, let's say you're from Ajax, like even if you don't speak exactly the same way as mm -hmm. somebody from like the West, like you're gonna understand them, mm -hmm. and yeah, they're sure. they're gonna understand you. Yeah. But I feel like, um when it comes to like non-black people mm -hmm. i feel like we all even if you're like like how do we explain it like even if like let's say somebody might think that somebody from ajax like the way they speak is quote-unquote whitewash yeah like i feel like even those of us who people might say we're whitewashed we still have to change the way we speak when we're talking to white people do you know what yeah, i mean and then sure, yeah yeah so i mm -hmm. feel like to me that's just what code switching is like you just know how to talk to your people and like yeah. sometimes even when you're at work or you're at school like you see another black person 
and then like mm-hmm. like have you ever realized that like let's say me and you work together mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a white predominantly white space yeah like me and you might have a couple of moments on our ones where like we talk like how we really talk mm-hmm. but then like when we're around everyone else sometimes we still talk like that like yeah we still cold switch you know what i mean yeah that's fair because professionalism is rooted in whiteness but that's a different story for another day yeah it is and then even going off of like that i think like you know how you said like we understand each other Mm. like it's not even just like our speech like what comes out of our mouth it's also like facial expression non-verbal communication Yeah, yeah like we can nod and then like they'll know what we mean a white person is not gonna know what we mean when we do that you know what i mean or we can like do something give a facial expression and that person will understand what we're talking about like there's this thing going on on tiktok when it's like um a white person facial expression what does it mean when a black person does it or what does it mean when um like what's the same sentiment they're trying to say Mm -hmm. with the facial expression a black person makes Mm -hmm. right even something as simple as kissing your teeth yeah literally they'll be like what like what or like even something as simple as like i always go like Mm-mm. like i i just mm. always do that or yeah. like there's like Mm-mm, there's like Mm-mm. like you know what i mean yeah but like they don't really get that like they don't understand or yeah. the, like it's not even that they um what am i trying to say it's not even that like they are not aware of that the fact that you're doing it but they think of it in like a negative way yeah you know yeah and like i feel like sometimes like sometimes if you go like like make certain sounds or like roll your eyes or whatever like sometimes it could be like rude but then sometimes you could just be playing around or sometimes you could just be like you know what i mean yeah and they like don't understand certain jokes too like you can't run the same jokes you would with like someone like another black person you know what i mean definitely not because they'll just they'll, they'll either be offended or they'll be confused yeah facts and I feel like that's what makes that's what makes life more enjoyable, honestly. Being around people who like you're just yourself. Yeah, literally. Like you feel like you have to like put on something. Yeah. You know? Cause like sometimes like I have like bare co-workers. So like sometimes when I go and I see that there's like um black people working, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna have a like Work is not fun, but yeah. I'm going to have fun while I'm here today. Yeah. Because I'm going to be myself. Yeah. I don't have to... You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So... Yeah. yeah. But sense. to the question, how has code switching affected you, do you feel? Oh, um... Uh, I'll, I'll, I'd say that I probably have code switch since I was young. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I realized that I was doing it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I feel like once I got to like university maybe or maybe mm-hmm. high school, I don't really know, but like yeah, university, high school and then like I feel like I see it a lot more now that I'm like working. Mm-hmm. Um but I feel like it just feels it's like anxiety ridden too. Like you, I just feel anxious mm-hmm. when I have to do it cuz I'm like this is not my normal way of communicating Mm. and like i feel like i'm always thinking like am i saying the right thing am i doing this properly okay so i'll give an example um i was with one of my co-workers at my previous job and we were eating something and then i had said oh that person put their foot in it right Mm. 
And then she looked at me like, what? <laughs> she was like, no, she literally, she's like, what? She's like, oh, do you mean something else? Like, she, like, made me feel like How I didn't know what I was How's she trying to correct you when she's the yeah. one that doesn't know what she's like, talking she, about? Like, she literally made me feel like I said something wrong. Yeah. I even asked a few people. I maybe even asked you. I don't know. I think I asked a few people. I was like, like, is this the right yeah, thing? I, I remember something <laughs> vaguely like that. I was like, is this the right thing? Am I not saying it right? Right? And then everyone everyone like affirmed me like no that that's correct that's what you're yeah yeah so like it makes you like second guess yourself like it's just an uncomfortable feeling to have to like code switch but like we have to do it to survive yeah it definitely is like a out-of-body experience like when you're like code switching like it's like you're hearing yourself talk and it's like Teresa is that you like yeah and it, it's so crazy like cause sometimes I'll be wa- working with like a, a black co-worker like, like a young black co-worker and we'll just yeah. be like talking ray 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 yeah. and then like one of us will like answer our phone or something like hello da, da, da. I'm like that's yeah. I, in my head I always laugh <laughs> like when, whenever one of us does it cause I'm like that's so funny like I or like maybe like a supervisor or a white person will come around and we'll be like oh yeah and then they leave and we're like yo so I'm just like this is so funny yeah like and it's crazy that, like, we have to be the ones to change for them, you know? Yeah. Like, why can't they change for us? Well, honestly... Sometimes they sometimes do. Sometimes they do. And Especially it's... growing up in Ajax. They do a lot. They do a lot. But that's also bad. I feel like everyone should just be themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily want them to change for, like... Because I don't want you to... to you don't speak like this. Like, yeah. Everybody should just speak how they speak. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because then by now, they'll be used to it and we'll be used to them. Like, Because we're yeah. used to them by force because they get to be themselves. Okay, I have a good question. So, like, what about those people that are, like, raised? Because I feel like how you speak is, like, a reflection of where Your you environment. to. Yeah. So, like, what about people that, like, normally when you see them, you they wouldn't be associated with, like, like how they're speaking is not associated with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, what if, like, they're speaking like a black person usually would? Like, how would you feel about that? Okay, <laughs> this is this is my thing. Like, and like, they're all like, "Oh, I can say the n word." Like, okay, I'm gonna leave that da-da-da-da. because okay, <laughs> the n word thing. Like, like, stop it. <laughs> like, just stop it, right? But like, let's like. If we're having a real conversation about environment, yeah, and like let's say like a white person grew up in a neighborhood or whatever where it was all black people, yeah, and like you said, you're a product of your environment. Yeah, for me, this is why we need to stop associating certain things with blackness. Yeah, literally. Because so, so because so are you trying to say that okay? Because I lived in Ajax and this white person lived in the West. Mm-hmm. that they're more black than me because of the way that they speak yeah. like that that doesn't make sense this is this is why people feel entitled to our culture yeah because a lot of black people let's say there's a lot of black people that might fuck with a white person from the jane more than they yeah. fuck with a, a black person from ajax yeah. based on their mannerisms yeah and that's not fair you know what yeah. i'm trying to say that's so true. i feel like let let the per, let that white person in that environment talk like that unless they're um like not using slurs or whatever yeah. right like they <clears throat> like they could talk how they want but like let's not mistake that for being black mm-hmm. i feel like also like some people just are the way they are mm-hmm. but i also feel like some people like like not every like let's not get it twisted not everybody from the west or the hood or whatever mm-hmm. speaks in the same way mm-hmm. you will i will like sometimes i'll meet somebody like me i feel like i talk 
I feel like if somebody meets me, usually people don't guess I'm from Ajax. They'll say like Brampton or something, right? So I feel like they're trying to say like I'm giving suburbs, but like not like too, too much. Okay. Like, you know what I, I mean? I feel like Brampton and Ajax are the same thing. That's what I think, but Brampton people don't think that. And what definitely what, because Bram, like we are the suburbs to like Scarborough. Like yeah. what Ajax is to Scarborough is what Brampton is to the West. Do you know what I mean? Oh, okay. So, like, yeah. Brampton is, like, the suburbs of the West, and we're, like, yeah. the suburbs of the East, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah, anyway, so I've, most of the time people are, like, you're getting Brampton. So I feel like I, I, I give, like, uh, suburbs, mm-hmm. but whatever. So, like, but sometimes I'll meet somebody who's actually, like, from the hood, like, been there their whole life, mm-hmm. and if two people met us and they had to guess, like, who's from the hood and who's from the suburbs, they would... Uh, guess the reverse based on how we speak because not everybody that's from the hood talks like that yeah that's true everybody's different so how come every single white person from the hood talks like that you know what I'm trying to say yeah so so yeah (laughs) Yeah, like my my thing is like are do you actually speak like that or do you feel like you have an excuse to speak like that because of where you're from yeah that's and who gave you that that them to do that yeah because you know what there's also a lot of like white people in Oshawa that speak like they're from the hood but honestly like you know what i mean as somebody well, is kind of <laughs> as somebody who spent a lot of time growing up with family in the hoods of oshawa yeah the hood and like those times i used to be like in the hoods of scarborough and then go visit in the hoods of oshawa, oshawa yeah. and like there's a lot i'm not gonna lie like the the environments are kind of the same yeah it's just that in oshawa I would say the difference is like, I don't know if I can say this, but like in Scarborough, like there's white people, Mm -hmm. but like the white people in my neighborhood, first of all, there wasn't that many Mm -hmm. and they kind of like, they weren't that bad. Like in Oshawa, there's the kind of like trashy, like, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like that's, that's the difference. But the black people I will say were the same Mm -hmm. or similar, obviously not the same, but similar. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think that that whole environment thing, I don't know. But I have a story. Yeah. So, um, and to your point about like, you know how you said that your friend or your coworker made you feel dumb about what you were saying? Yeah. Even though you knew you were right? Yeah. Like, Which made me second guess myself. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I'm in class, because I would say like maybe when I turned like 22, mm-hmm. when I had my first big people job is when, mm-hmm. because of my field, like, most most staff are like there's not very many white people in my field Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. most staff are like black or brown or Mm -hmm. whatever right yeah so like i feel like i was able to be myself more in in that job Mm -hmm. to where i stopped giving a fuck you know what i mean yeah so um yeah but then like when i went and even in school like i would try to be myself and things like that Mm -hmm. actively especially with my students Mm -hmm. but then like when I started this program, like, I had this one class that was um, a history class, so it wasn't in my department. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was just different people. And whenever I would be... Sp- I'm not coming to work. Anyway, <laughs> like, fuck off. So whenever whenever I would be um, speaking, yeah, I was very, like... 
like I would like speak fastly and like like you felt uncomfortable I, it's not that I felt uncomfortable I felt like what I was saying I felt like I sounded stupid yeah yes and it's like not I'm not agreeing that you sound stupid I just mean I, like, yeah. I understand cause yeah. it's like it's either I code switch which I don't want to do yeah cause like me even when I'm writing my notes like I'll write it in a way that I understand. Yeah. I'd be like, so Wagwan is like, I'll write it like that, right? <laughs> so yeah. like, so then obviously when I'm articulating myself, it's gonna be also in that voice. Yeah. So, but like, I'm like, they're gonna think I'm dumb. Mm. So it just really was hard for me. Yeah. But like navigating that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what I was gonna tell you was that, so I had this class. It was called Maternal Theory, right? Mm-hmm. And it was about like mothers and mothering and ray ray ray. So obviously, I always tried to add the perspective of immigrant mothers, black mothers, mm-hmm. African mm-hmm. mothers, right? Mm-hmm. So one time we were talking about like I don't know, I don't know what I <laughs> I don't know why I said this, but I was speaking and I brought up cold switching, right? Mm-hmm. I think I I think we had to introduce ourselves or something like that and i and i and i said that i actively do not code switch in the classroom and in my writing that's Mm -hmm. something that is inherent to my research and my writing style i'm actively doing that right Mm -hmm. so then i explained what code switching was and then you know like when you're in class and everyone's going off of everybody and right so then when somebody said oh like mothers also have to code switch and they said that like when, like, what was, like they're trying to say that? that like when you're talking to people who are not mothers like when you're talking amongst mothers you might be able to be like to talk about like a certain brand of diapers or like talk about your kids and oh, shit like that oh okay when you're speaking with another mother but then yeah. when you're not speaking with that you can't talk you about can, those topics yeah, yeah. Okay. and then I was like <laughs> and then and what? then and then one of them was like yeah like it's it's fun to code switch she's like if you think about it it's fun to code switch because so she obviously doesn't understand so then i raised my <laughs> hand because i have a friend in the class and i was texting her and i was like Ale- we we're saying like Alemefeo, and i'm like no nah, i'm gonna say something yeah. and then i'm like i i'm like i really want us to be mindful of how we're using code switching yeah. because code switching is a term that it like oh they meant like code okay okay, okay. i get what they mean like they meant like codes i guess they didn't no they're trying to they take meant? our term and apply it to what they're doing you know what I'm trying to say? Okay. Like, they're like trying they... to... You know, like, when whenever there's something for black people yeah. and, like, non-black people want to, like, take it and apply it to their lives? So that, yeah. Like, it was happening in real life. Mm. So then I'm like, yo, I want us to be very mindful of how we're using the term code switching because yeah. this is something that apply. This is not something that's fun. Like, that yeah. video that we posted said, this is something for our survival. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, this is, this is not a joke. Like, I... Like, like... If you get pulled over by the police, are you gonna say, "Yo, fam, why?" You? You're not yeah, gonna say that. You're gonna act that. proper because yeah. even acting proper still might be a problem for them. Yeah. Cause you're black already. Even saying acting proper, like what, like why is it proper? Exactly because professionalism is rooted in whiteness. Yeah. Everything that's positive is, if you think about it, all the positive things are aligned with whiteness, and all the quote unquote yeah. negative things are aligned with blackness yeah. specifically yeah so yeah i was cheese that day because i'm like what did they say after you said that did they like some of them were getting red it? and then ah! <laughs> 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 
And then, oh my god, that's and then crazy. one lady brought up a book that she read by an African author saying that, like, basically, what? it was an academic way of saying, I have black friends. Oh, like, she's basically saying she read a book by an African author as a way to, like, be like, Oh, I know. Oh, like I've heard this before. Or? Yeah, like basically saying like what they were sh- they were saying wasn't problematic because they've read this author. Like you know, like when a white person oh. says something and like you're like you can't say that and they're like, well, I have black friends. I'm yeah. not racist anyway. It was kind of like, well, I've read black authors, so I'm not ignorant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> it's, it is. It, it's that, a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, but honestly, I feel like. I feel like a lot of the times um, the ways that we communicate are as black people we have a lot of similarities like even like as a kid like all my friends are Jamaican I've been around Jamaican people mm-hmm. and like obviously Jamaican pe- people speak Patois mm-hmm. I'm not saying I understand everything but like I could pick up on a lot because it's very similar to Pigeon mm-hmm. and like my mom would speak pigeon mm-hmm. so it's like and then my friend was saying the other day like she could pick up on pigeon because her mom speaks patois mm-hmm. so it's just like even though we're not the same like you will understand the gist of it yeah you know what i mean whereas like other people be like oh like that's english you know so <laughs> yeah so it's just like and i i never understand that like mm-hmm. at all but like, i think I that's good like, i think it's good they don't understand but I feel like, are, do they really not understand? Or are you just being like, oh, like you don't speak the way I speak, so I'm just not going to even I feel take like, the time to understand I you. feel like when it comes to Jamaican people, I feel like there's levels to the patois. Yeah, there's, de- yeah. Honestly, there's some Jamaican speakers I don't understand. Yeah. I'm Jamaican, and I feel so. like it, I feel like it depends on where they are. Like, if they're, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, Jamaican people, like, if they're running jokes, like, their patois might come out on mm-hmm. one, two. But, like, when they're at home with their family, like, they're, it's deeper, like, there's levels yeah. yeah i feel like like um people that are like were like born in like the city like kingston mm-hmm. they speak a patois that i'm able to understand but if they're from country but if they're understand. from the country i'm like whoa like i don't know what you're saying yeah. but i still pick up on like certain things you know i don't but that's all the familiarity anything. as well like yeah. that's all of like being around that and whatever like mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes some non-black people or non-jamaican people or whatever they are dragging it but also like and you know what i feel like this is a myth that needs to be like debunked like i feel like there's a myth that like caribbean people don't have a language like yeah they fucking do yeah, like they literally do. yeah you like especially like some caribbean people like you actually won't be able to understand them at all yeah no, and I don't know where this myth is that like Caribbean people don't have a language like yeah you do like as far as I'm concerned Patois is a language I feel like it goes along with the myth that Caribbean people don't have a culture that's fucked how do Caribbean <laughs> people not have a culture when everybody's trying to be Caribbean like that doesn't make sense but my friend um uh her sister got married my friend is like Bayesian Trini right mm. um and her sister got married to a nigerian man oh really yeah and at the wedding i guess before the wedding when they were deciding what they want to do like what the schedule is going to look like for the wedding um they were doing a lot of like nigerian traditional things at the wedding right so um my friend's family wanted to incorporate like their culture their culture right and then 
the Nigerian, like the husband's parent or Nigerian um, husband's side was like, why do you want to incorporate that? Like you guys don't have a culture. <laughs> and then my friend, cause my friend is very vocal, especially about things like that. She's like, like, what do you mean? Like, what are you talking about? We don't have a culture. Yeah, we do. She's like, no, you have your, like you did this, that's your side. And we're gonna do this for the wedding that's on our side that we're gonna show our culture like we have the right to do that mm-hmm. are you telling us we don't have a culture yeah one thing i will say is that like that that's definitely wrong but i'll try to give a perspective because i you know what i mean mm-hmm. i know but like i wouldn't say that caribbean people don't have a culture especially if we're talking about wedding weddings and stuff like that mm-hmm. obviously caribbean people have a culture obviously there are things that are that happen at caribbean weddings that don't happen at other people's weddings so what is that that's culture right yeah but i would say that african people because of the history of colonialism Mm -hmm. and like not like colonialism and like slavery and stuff like that like how uh caribbean people and like black americans have been like um separated from their Mm africanness and have to had to reestablish their own like culture do you know what i mean i would say that African people have more traditions that have been preserved throughout time. Yeah. Do you know what I'm trying to say? That's fair. Like, all that, like, bride price and, like, yeah. um, certain, like, stuff that, like, has to be done at a wedding. Like, mm, I wouldn't yeah. say that that means that Korean people don't have culture. Mm-hmm. I would say that traditions have been more preserved, not because of anything, but literally just because of the history of black people being kidnapped from the continent and being yeah. separate like you know what i'm trying to say like yeah. if 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 caribbean people and black americans weren't kidnapped from the continent then yeah. they would have had more opportunity to preserve their african traditions mm-hmm. but they have persevered and made their own traditions and culture yeah. that doesn't mean like that doesn't make it any less valid or inferior to african it just makes it different yeah 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 that's fair but obviously, like, unfortunately, like, older generations are not going to have the, they don't even want to sit here and unpack that. They don't, they're yeah. just stuck in their ways. Yeah. They're just going to think, oh, okay, they don't have a bride price. Oh, they don't have a, a this. Okay, they don't have culture. Like, no, that's not, you can't say that. Yeah, that's true. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, like, we need to just say fuck it to the cold switching. Yeah. But then you know what's fucked too? I don't know how to explain this, but I was telling my friends about <laughs> let me say this without exposing myself. So like I was like if I'm speaking generally, like I feel like I would be attracted to a man who knows how to code switch. Yeah, me too. Which is I feel like low key kind of bad. Cause I don't want to take, I don't want to take you somewhere, or mm-hmm. bring you to my house and be frightened about how you're gonna act. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. I feel like it just shows that they know how to navigate social situations. But then also that's respectability politics. Like I remember mm-hmm. one time I was on a date with this guy. He's like, he was like, like mm-hmm. the type of nigga that I like. Yeah. But like. You know, like, when something's too much, so we went, we were going to a restaurant, but then, um, we had to wait, so we went back to the car, and he was bottling up, right? 
but it was like I feel like if you're gonna ball up in a parking lot and you're in the driver's spot like just me like mm-hmm. like we can ball up in the parking lot but like go to the back a little bit mm-hmm. like he, we were like like you know like those parking spots like right in front of the restaurant yeah. and it was like a busy day and it was like a summer day so there was yeah. like a whole bunch of like families out and like white people and yeah. like whatever and I'm like oh like and he was just like he didn't give a fuck like he was just balling up like whatever talking to me and I'm like mm-hmm. oh like you don't want to like park at the back or something and he's yeah. like he's like what he's like what are these people gonna tell me people can't tell me nothing I'm like I mean you're right but like at the same time like why do you want to and it it because me like I'm a type of person like sometimes I feel that sometimes I feel like why do you want to draw your attention to yourself and then sometimes I feel like fuck these people yeah so I understood where he was coming from but mm-hmm. I was just like really like <laughs> you're like a like a young black man and you already know the type of aura that you have like yeah. do you really want is this the really the the, the hill that you want to die on right now like know. you know what I mean yeah that's fair but yeah I think I would I wouldn't or I would be attracted to someone that knew how to code switch yeah too. I wouldn't want a man that's too I wouldn't want a man that's too one side or too the other side I want them to be like a good mix that makes sense <laughs> but if i had to choose one side i'm choosing this side still i'm not yeah. i rather like anyway I'm i not. mean i don't even know because like that could just be how they speak you know i'm not attracted to that i don't know i'm not attracted to that <laughs> i'm sorry i i never want to hear my man speak and like i always say this like i feel like us who are from the east like i feel like our quote-unquote Toronto accent is diluted Mm, I don't think that my Toronto accent is strong I'll be damned if my Toronto accent is stronger than my man's yeah like fuck no I'm not (laughs) like if you don't have a Toronto accent then you need to have a UK accent or a Ghanaian accent (laughs) you can't be having it because there is a honestly there's an Ajax accent really I feel so I feel like the man them have it like I could hear a man talk and like he'll have the Toronto accent but I'm like you're from Ajax you're from Durham. The way you're talking, the way how you have a Toronto... Maybe that's how I talk. The way how you have a Toronto accent, but something's different. Mm. Like, you're from Durham still. Because I feel like Brampton people, their accent... They have... Brampton people have a Toronto accent. I feel like Toronto people need to stop uh, talking shit about Brampton people. You guys are the same. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, Durham people, they have a Toronto accent, but it's like, something is different. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway. No, I've never noticed. <laughs> Don't pay attention. Somebody you know has that. Really? Who? <laughs> Somebody you know. Oh. He, they have that Durham accent. You don't think so? I don't know who you're talking about. Okay, we'll try. <laughs> anyway, any last thoughts? Um. Um. Speak how you want to speak, guys. Mm-hmm. Don't feel pressured to assimilate how you're talking to fit in. Well, honestly, you kind of have to if you're black. <laughs> but, <clears throat> you know, try your best to be you. Mm-hmm. I would say try not to cold switch in, in every time you can kind of have leeway to not cold switch, take that opportunity because I feel like the more like sometimes we have to resist you know and even just like like let's say you know how I said the example of like 
um, when black people are in a, even if two or more black people are in a predominantly white space together, they might still cold switch because yeah. of the space, what space they're in. Mm-hmm. Like, if you have a black coworker, like, talk your shit, even if it's in front of your non-black coworkers. Because yeah. you guys can make each other feel safe. That's you know? true. That's fair. But anyway... This has been your girl, him, my team. And Dave. And this is Dark and Lovely Pod. Bye, guys. Later.